Hello, Panther Nation, and welcome to episode 13 of Stay Golden. This is your athletic director, Mr. Silipina, coming to you with the first ever state championship edition of Stay Golden. This year, Pequannock Township High School's baseball team not only won North 1 Group 1 section, but they also won the state championship. Today, I will be joined in studio by Coach John McBurney to talk about the baseball season and what it took to become state champions. Hello, Coach McBurney, and welcome back to the Stay Golden Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, for our listeners out there, Coach McBurney was the first ever guest on our Stay Golden Podcast when we talked about the last dance baseball tournament. And here we are, years later, state champions. But we're going to get to that. Uh, I just want to start by saying, at the end of last year, uh, there were rumors that Pequannock baseball would be moving from Group 2 down to group one once that was finalized what were your initial thoughts um i guess initially uh, i kind of kept it to myself um, i wanted to make sure that it really was happening you know you get word that this might be happening and but you don't want to let the cat out of the bag and let people know about it until it becomes official because it's happened before to me uh, with soccer where initially i was group one and then all of a sudden they forgot a school or a school moved and then I was back to group two. So I tried not to get overly, I guess, excited or in, uh, about it because of the possibilities of um, you know what group one could bring to the school that's been on the bottom of group two for so long. And we were in communication as soon as we heard that this was a possibility, I think weekly. Have you heard anything? Has anything changed? Please Tell me we're still in group one. You know, it, it was just going on and on for the better part of a couple months uh, until it was actually finalized. Yeah. I mean, it went back and forth and, you know, it was, it was like almost finalized and it was finalized. And, you know, I kept getting some messages from, you know, colleagues, coaches in the area saying, oh, it looks like you're going to be group one. And I was like, listen, you never know. You never know. And you just try to... Um, ease the excitement of uh, what could potentially happen. So just like any new season, uh, there's a new sense of hope. Did you ever have an idea that this group was capable of being one of the best teams to ever walk the halls at PTHS? Uh, best teams? It's so hard to say because, you know, we've been playing baseball here since 1956, and it's a long time, and it's a great, rich tradition of Pequannock baseball, and there have been a lot of really good teams you know, obviously we've had the two state champions from the past in 88 and 09, but mixed in there, you know, the run of 2000, 01, 02, that group was really good. And to think that, you know, we were comparable to those teams is a, is pretty special. Did I think we had it? No, you never think. You always think about great things coming into a season, like, oh, we're going to be good. Oh, maybe we'll win this game. Maybe this game will be close. Oh, this is a real stretch. Never do you think you can put together a 31-game season where you win 26 of them. And just as a, a highlight for me over the weekend, I saw that we led the entire NJAC in wins. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it is pretty incredible when you have – 
a lot of good programs within Morris County. I mean, you think Morris County won two of the six state champions within the state, and um, to lead it in wins, it's a it's pretty special. It's pretty cool to see that, and you know, think about that, and see that we're we were on top of that. You know, we get to a point in the season where wins just keep stacking up, and then you know, at, at one point, I didn't realize exactly how many wins we even had. So to see that we led the entire Northwest New Jersey conference in wins, it's, it's Morris County, it's Sussex County, it's Warren County. Uh, it was just incredible. So, so that, you know, that leads us to having a great regular season, earning the conference title and the number two overall seed in North one group one, take us through. Now we're into the playoff portion. Um, Game one versus Kittatinny, the number 15 seed. Yeah, no, even though they were the 15 seed, we knew they had a great arm on the mound. And anytime a team has a great arm, they have hope. And they know they have the potential to win the game because they got a, a great right-hander thrown against us. And it was one of those games where, you know, before this, this season or the, the tournament started, you know, as coaches, we sat down and said, you know, what are our goals for this? What are, what are we looking to do? And I guess sometimes when you're the number two seed, you try and think of long term, but not lose sight of the short term. And that's one of the most difficult things to do is how do you lay out the playoffs in front of you? Win, but still have the opportunity to win later on in game two and game three and game four. And that's what makes you know, baseball is such a great sport is that you, as much as you want to play for game one, you're not the same team as you are game two. So, you know, Kittatinny there coming in and, you know, us, you know, holding on to just a three nothing lead in a tight ball game. Um, it got tight towards the end and you plays know, at the plate on both sides, plays at the plate on both sides, um, you know, pickoffs, you know, crazy plays trying to get pitchers to or runners to you know make mistakes um you know out there it Kittatinny played a really good game the pitcher did a great job and in a 3-2 ball game you know it came down to you know the last couple innings on you know who was gonna hold strong so three we, we're moving on three days later we have number seven Waldwick coming to town um this game you know, for a while, there was some separation between the two teams, but it got interesting late. So share some of the highlights from this game, if you wouldn't mind. Um, Waldwick is the defending sectional champion. So anytime you go against that defending sectional champion, they are the champs. And your job is to try and beat them. You know, um, yeah, we had a 6-1 lead in this game. And, um, you know, Joe ran out of pitches and we went to the bullpen and you know this is where it becomes such a team dynamic when you need more players to step up and sometimes it's unlikely heroes that can step up within the game and you know they got some runners on they did what a champion a defending champion does they do not give up and they didn't they had a lot of fight in them um you know in that last inning they got one runner on before joe left and they fought, and they got all the way to second and third and one out um, on us with Tommy Corrin on the mound. So here it is, second and third, one out, 6-4 game. And 
a pop-up behind the plate and um, catcher John Venaria made a great play behind home plate we've got a little room back there and you know he's been working on that him Jimmy Dolan and Thomas Picardo almost do that every day coach can we do pop-ups behind the plate definitely go ahead go get them done and you know that hard work really paid off right there him catching that for the second out of the game and then you know we got the last out and you know Tommy Corrin sophomore gets the save uh, great moment in the state game and you know on we went exciting so five days after that uh we're hosting the section semifinals. now i keep mentioning the number of days because it's important to know that we wanted to set up how we wanted to set up our pitching rotation uh for those of you that aren't familiar there are uh pitch limits within the njsiaa um and, and we do have a true ace in uh, Joe Sabbath, who's going to uh, attend University of Rhode Island next year. Um, and he's going to play baseball. He's going to pitch. But we, I believe, have a great rotation. Uh, we have we have athletes that come in and in big spots, make plays. The, the moment's never, never too big. Um, but the game versus Emerson Burrow in the section semifinal was pretty one-sided, but it allowed, it allowed us to keep our pitching intact for the section championship. So you want to just talk a little bit about Emerson Burrow, and then we'll move on to the section final. Yeah, again, they had a guy on the mound that's going to go pitch collegiately. Um, we've got, like you said, um, a good rotation where, again, we can count on some players to eat up some innings in the game. And, you know, within that game, Braden Kelly was able to eat up some innings for us early in the game to keep the game close uh, and enable our offense. Sometimes our offense takes a needs to see a guy a time or two through the order, and then they get going. And Braden was able to keep Emerson and Burrow to a spot where, okay, we can get a little bit of a lead. And then that's when you know we went back to Joe Sabbath again to get some key outs and keep his pitch count down to enable him to be able to throw in the finals. And that was key. In that game so once we got to a lengthy lead i believe we the game finished 11-3 but once we expanded it we were able to take joe out of the game um he was under a pitch count to then allow him to come back uh, and throw some pitches in pompton lakes and um the offense really bailed us out in that game giving us a chance to set up our pitching the way we would hope would happen and it did so we've talked multiple times about the game within the game and how cerebral baseball really is, especially as a manager, you have to think about the pitch counts and you know how many runs are enough runs to be up by before we can make that transition into somebody else on the mound to save pitches uh, for, our, for our starter for the next game. But uh, you're right, it's the game within the game, and we've talked about this so many times, and you know, it, it was certainly on display for, for the last couple of weeks. So now we move on to Friday, June 2nd. We travel to number one seed, Pompton Lakes, for the section championship. Talk us through that roller coaster ride during that game. Yeah, you know, as I talk about these teams that we played, you know, the one great thing going through the state tournament is you go against, you go up against a lot of great coaches and guys who have been doing this for a long time. Uh, respectful coaches. They know the game. They know the ins and outs of it. And it's, again, it's a cat and mouse game with them too. What are they going to do? What are we going to do? And, you know, coming into Friday against Pompton Lakes, you know, we faced them last year. And again, another good coach, good coaching staff. And how can we strategically um, 
get through this game and a game that I know that they're motivated to play us because we beat them last year in the state tournament. And I, if I were on their side, I'd be motivated to play us too, to beat us and that type of thing. And, um, Wow, what a game, what a scene. You know, it's estimated that there were 750 people there watching the game, and it was, no matter what happened in that game, you know, I made sure to tell the coach that it's going to be a fun atmosphere, it's going to be fun, and we both made it this far, and, you know, whoever advances, it's good luck to either side. And it was a mutual um, agreement at that point um, about those stakes. And then, you know, the game started, and... It was, oh boy, we went up one nothing, and then the bottom of that inning, you know, they came to play, uh, Pompton Lakes, and they they were as pesky and feisty and tough as everything that I thought that they would be. Um, you know, I got to see them once earlier in the year play, and I was impressed by the way they played and you know, the way they came out in that game. You know, they were ready to go, um, but... You know, it's magical. I, I just think that, you know, with this team and this season, we've shown the ability to come back numerous times and in big games. And it's not just uh, one of those games where it's a non-conference and you're able to come back. We've, you know, within the Hanover Park game, we were able to come back. The Madison game, you know, even those two, um, sorry, Hanover Park was not the uh, not Parsippany. Those two games were such crucial points to our season to show in big games we can come back that within this 5-1 deficit, um, there was always the ability to say, you know, we got this. And, you know, Ryan Foley, for some reason, he likes hitting at Pompton Lakes. He know? had some game. He had some game, and it's a great moment, you know, for him and the fans to see him hit the home run to make it 5-2 because we were down 5-1. Um, and then with the bases loaded, him, you know, on that full count going the opposite way, um, hitting the double and clearing the bases and uh, us tying at 5-5. And at that point, momentum is such a huge part in baseball. Momentum, I felt, swung in our direction um, in the game um, and then it enabled us to then get our bats going once more later in the game. So, you know, the game's over. We 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 were uh, had a, a thirty minute lightning delay in the seventh inning. You know, we had a pretty comfortable lead by then. I believe it was nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, we were still batting actually, and uh, you know, the the sixth inning finishes. You know, we now it's we got to stop him in the seventh, and it was it was a special feeling. Uh, not only for the athletes that work so hard, but for the people in attendance that were uh, pulling for us. I mean, they're, like you said, the estimated 750 people. I, I'd like to think there were more. We're, we're talking the entire outfield fence was at least three or four people deep. Both sidelines uh, had people, like, as far as the eye could see. It was just really well attended, and it was a very, very entertaining game. So we win... Uh, North one section one, and we're moving on now uh, to the the state tournament. So the way the state tournament is is made up, the winner of North one plays the winner of North two, the winner of Central plays the winner of South, 
and then those winners meet up in the state final. So uh, we're looking at the winner from North 2, that was Woodridge. Uh, we were able to get past them fairly easy, and it's funny, I say the non-celebration, right? The, the non-celebration at the end of the game told me that our boys had bigger aspirations. You know, we, we've got the final out, and it was business as usual. There was no dog pile. There was no ring around the rosy. There was no throwing their gloves up in the air. It was just kind of, okay, we got the outs we needed. Who are we playing next? And I'm sure because of social media, everybody already knew uh, who won on the other bracket. Um, so they were they were focused on that next opponent. So you want to just give us a brief insight into that game and then uh, preparation leading into the state championship game. Yeah, Woodridge, um, you know, a great run that they had over in Section 2 first time, and I think it was 55 years that they had won a sectional title. Maybe it was 35, something like that, that they had won a sectional title. So when I went to go see them play Cedar Grove in that game, and they just had the relentless pursuit to keep scoring runs within that game, and, you know, they kept tacking on runs too. They had a you know, tight game, a 3-3 game, and they showed the ability themselves to tack on runs and to play some good defense. So I knew we were going to get up against a, you know, you know, a good opponent in Woodridge. Uh, but again, yeah, I thought the guys were focused. They had something, uh, a mission that they had wanted to accomplish, and it was crazy. It was so close to accomplishing that um, you know, we got off on a, a, the right foot with Jared hitting a good home run and then a bases clearing double that he had, giving us the runs we need. And I was able to start Joe in this game. Um, and I felt that that was the right decision at this point to give him that start. And I was able to pull him out, you know, as we got a lead. And um, yeah, so finished that game. And we're on to, as crazy as it sounds, the state championship. It's as a coach, you you dream about it, you think about it, you when you when you follow the end of a season each year that you've been coaching and you look at the teams and the finals and you think, ah, wouldn't that be cool someday to be at that? What do you what are those coaches thinking at that point? You know, you you hope, you dream, you work. And, you know, we got a shot at it now. So the state championship final had Pequannock Township High School and Buna. That's how we pronounce it, Buna. Yeah. Buna Regional High School for the right to be called state champions. This game was played at a neutral site in Central Jersey in Hamilton Township. What a game. Uh, talk us through, you know, kind of leading up to that game, like maybe the day before. You know, the, the morning of, the bus ride, when you get there, the warm-ups, and the game itself. Uh, because, again, you want to talk about another game that was well attended. Um, we were the last game in the group playoffs. We played 7 o'clock under the lights. We were the, the nightcap, the showcase game, and and we delivered. Yeah, Um there was a lot of time to think about the game because the game was at night. So, you know, early that morning, um, you know, my son and I went to just go watch some Little League games just to take our mind <laughs> off of baseball. But here we are watching baseball and just, 
you know, for me and everything, just to see where it all started for some of these boys watching some little league games and just enjoying baseball and just seeing how much fun, you know, kids have playing the game. And, you know, just you you pinch yourself in the morning and say, yeah, today is the state finals, but we got a lot of time before it happens. And you need to almost set an itinerary down for the kids. Like, all right, these are the things that we're going to do today to get to that time of seven o'clock so that they're not always just thinking about the game type of thing. All right, we have this to do, that to do, or eating at this time, we're doing at this time. And I think that really helped um, kind of keep the boys focused um, along the way. And then, you know, what a, cere- what a ceremony to start the game. Field was great, uh, better than I expected it to be. Honestly, you look at an overview. I've never been there before. You Google map it and you take a look at it and it's like, okay, not bad. But when you get there and you see the pride that the grounds crew put in of preparing the field for us to play, and then it's like, all right, warm-ups, national anthem, announcements of the team and then we won the coin flip so we're the home team and all these things come into play i remember everybody saying what are you gonna take heads or tails that type of thing and what'd you take (laughs) tails nice i did take tails and and again you know just to reiterate the njsia has certain rules in place so because we we traveled further than buna to the location we were able to call the coin flip um so then you know your your luck started right away winning the coin flip so we get to determine whether or not we're home or visitors and then uh the team that loses the coin flip decides which dugout and lo and behold we end up getting the dugout we want and we're the home team so we're already up you know a couple luck points to none yeah i I have this, Dan Blank uh, wrote some books, and one of the things that he said is try to win all the little things before the game to set yourself up for the game. You know, so it it's one of those things where he says, you know, win the bus ride. We won the bus ride. We got there first. Win the meal plan. We ate when we were there. Win the coin flip. Win the warm-ups. Do all those things before the game starts to set yourself up to be competitive and, you know, hopefully win the game. It's not always going to happen, but we were doing all those things. And, you know, as I stated, when we got into the huddle, you know, let's go. We've won all these things. Now it's time to win inning by inning and see what you can do. And, um, yeah, Buna was, as much as you try to get some scouting reports on people and figure things out, this team was as good as advertised and maybe even better than advertised because of how disciplined I was really impressed by their their battle at the plate. They were very disciplined at the plate. It was impressive to see those guys swing at strikes, not swing at balls. And I think that was one of the most impressive things about their hitting. And, you know, they came out in attack mode and, you know, got those four runs on us. And I was like... Not what I drew up to start the state finals. Um, I think it was 3 nothing really before we even gotten out. And yeah, so, you know, the biggest thing coming off that field, I had said to Joe and no more. That's it. We're good. We're okay. No more. 
and I needed to settle him down. I needed him to find who Joe Sabbath was at that point. Um, and I think he was like, okay, you know, and he said, I got you, coach. And that's one of those things that Joe's always been able to do with me. And, you know, after years of, you know, coaching Joe, you know, you, you build a rapport with that player and you could see him, you know, he's ready to get focused and uh, help us out there. So we're down four nothing in the first inning. Um, but now, you know, we get a chance to come up. And like you had mentioned before, it may take us a, a, an inning or two to, to see the picture, the pitcher before we start actually uh, producing some runs. So inning by inning, we're chipping away. Yeah, we had two out momentum. Honestly, it was with two outs we were able to do it. We've done a lot of rallies with two outs and the ability for just finding a way to get on base, whether it's, you know, even getting on on an error, getting hit by a pitch, drawing a walk, those little things to keep the line moving. And we did a really good job of that in the bottom of the second inning. We were able to keep the line moving. And then, you know, when Donovan came up, with an opportunity his second time up and he struck out in his first at bat and you got a chance to see the pitcher live and in his second at bat he was you know focused he was not going to strike out and he's been a really good leadoff hitter for us scoring runs but this time he was able to drive in some runs and get that hit um to get it to that four three moment and then we got a couple hits after that um, to make it 4-4, and that was key. Tying that game at 4-4 was key. We couldn't leave it at 4-3. Um, getting it to 4-4 was a, a pivotal point in the game. So you, you talked about momentum in the Popton Lakes game. Um, so momentum is definitely starting to make its way to our side. Um, talk about John Venaria's at-bat uh, that brought home the game-winning state championship run. Yeah, with John up, I was... John's been done a good job this year of getting the ball in the air when that's what we needed. It was second and third and nobody out. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I know John's going to make contact here with the ball. And in conversations with Aaron Goldberg, who had started that inning for us, um, I was like, listen, he's going to make contact on the ground. You're on the move because I could replace him if I needed to, if there was a play at the plate with Donovan being behind him in the air, get back and tag. You're going. Aaron's one of our faster players on the team. And I know he could anywhere that's hit in the outfield. I'm sending him because I have confidence in his ability to get a good jump and give us a good shot to score. And John's been one of those clutch guys. I mean, throughout his three-year career, he's got 90 total hits, you know, for his Paquana career. I knew he'd give me an at-bat. I knew he'd put in play. And I knew he'd give us a chance to score that run. And that's what he did. That's great. So we're up 5-4. Joe is right at the limit. 110 pitches is the limit in high school. Um, he leaves with one out in the sixth inning. One out in the sixth. So now we go to our pen to close the door. Yeah, I'm um, figuring out, knowing we have some good quality arms within the program. And, you know, before the game, um, as much as you want Joe to go to the complete game, complete game, there he is finishing it off. 
riding into the sunset. It never works out the way you plan that way. So you always need to have an idea about what you're going to do um, down the line. And, you know, early in the week, um, Nick Werner had a great bullpen session where he threw against some hitters live, and he looked electric, honestly, striking out seven of the eight guys in our lineup um, within the practice. And he was... He looked really good, and he hadn't thrown since May 19th, and here it was, June 10th. And I don't know, I just, I just as a coach, sometimes you, you have some feelings, you have thoughts, and you, you just go with it. And, and I sent both Nick and Braden Kelly, who's thrown some innings within the state tournament, down to the pen, and I said, you know, get loose, sent two catchers down, sent my coach with the instructions on who I felt what it was going to be and, um, you know, before Joe was done. And I called on Nick. And um, what a great moment after pitch one. Yeah, so so it's more of an old school mentality, right? You took, you took the analytics out of it and yeah. you went with your gut. And in the end, you know, we're, we're state champions. He gets the five-out save. Yeah. And uh, then we do the dog pile and ring around to right. Rosie and throw the gloves around and celebration for everyone. And we had photographers there. And it was a cool moment, uh, you know, just to sit back and watch taking the team photo with the state championship trophy in front of the fans. That was really cool uh, for me. It's just a, it's a great accomplishment. It's a great way to memorialize what we've done. Um, and you know, to be, to be crowned champions, obviously is special, but what are you going to miss most about this group of seniors? Um, just the level of, uh, man, what are you going to miss most? Um, I would say like, yeah, it's nice to have the state championship as a connection with them, but I think there was connections before that with this group of guys. I think you build a rapport over the years and this group of seniors was one of those groups that I've, I've known for a long time you know I run camps within town here and you see these kids growing up and then all of a sudden they get here and they're one of your first groups that you've had camp with years ago and you build a rapport and it's a good group of guys honestly it's a good group and um you know, I'm happy for them as well. I'm happy for the community. What a what a welcoming the community had. Much different than in years past. You know, I was with the group in 09 as an assistant coach, and they didn't stream these live like they did um, for the June 10th game. And so many people were able to see that final game wherever they were, weddings, golf trips, in their own living room, you know, eating dinner at some restaurant. I can't tell you the number of people have said, I got to see the game. It was a great game. You know, that was really cool that so many people in town actually had an idea about the, I, the game and they were able to follow us. Some went to the game and I, it was awesome that we had so many fans there, but those who couldn't make it could see what happened. And that was really good. That, that, added to making it a little bit more special. And then when we come home, you know, obviously hundreds or so people were in uh, the parking lot waiting for us as we came home at 1130 at night. Um, 
a lot of people were up and it was it was cool a lot of young kids were up too because they had been able to follow us watching us you know here in Pequonic or Pompton Lakes through the state run and uh, a lot of the parents brought their kids and that was pretty cool what a special moment thank you coach and uh, congratulations again on this uh, tremendous achievement thank you well that brings us to the end of episode 13 I hope you enjoyed listening to Coach McBurney talk about our state championship baseball team. Until next time, this is Mr. Celepina. Mr. Celepina, that's my name. <laughs> Sometimes I forget, Mr. McBurney. It's okay. Saying thank you for listening and remember to keep those claws sharp and always stay golden. For all the latest news and updates, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at athleticspths.